Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Fistful Podcast from your host, Sister Chrissy Christ. And I am here tonight, today, this morning with you guys to share the second episode of season six, The Build Up. And on tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about relationships slash situationships. Why we take so long to leave, what builds up in the relationship that we fear of leaving the relationship, and when when should we leave? Why should we leave? And why does it take us so long after several build-ups for us to leave or even to stay? What makes us stay? So find all that out here at A Fistful Podcast on episode two with your host, uh, no other than the one that builds, the reveals the most, Sister Chrissy Christ. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. All right, you guys. So we are back and we're going to jump right on in. And um, first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for tuning in with me. If you are a new listener, Welcome to a Fistful Podcast. And if you are an original Fistful Warrior, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in with me. Thank you for your listenership. Thank you for your support from everyone that tunes in with me. And tonight's episode, as I was saying in the intro, um, we're going to be talking about relationships and situationships and why we let them build up until they become toxic, until they become no good for us, until they become... Uh, the last thing we have to do to end it or resolve it or just pure, just let it go. Um, first and foremost, I want to say that sometimes the relationships we let build up that get too far and damage us not only comes from people that we are involved with intimately or just dating or either just um, having relations with. Um, on that type of level. Sometimes it can come from co-workers. Sometimes it can come from friendships. Sometimes it can come from family members. Um, it's me. I want to get the generality of relationships. So when I say relationships, I mean all relationships, not just the intimate levels, not just the dating levels, but all relationships, family, friends, foes, everybody, co-workers, everything, because those are relationships that actually fails sometimes in the midst of um, being toxic in an intimate relationship. You ever notice that sometimes when you're being damaged in a relationship with someone you're intimate with, that it can ruin the relationships around you with friends and family because you know, you, you're either so far deep in or it's something that they're seeing that you're not seeing and they're on the outside looking in or either it's something that's been tearing and wearing or probably just weighing at you for a long time and it's finally time to let it go, but nobody sees that, especially you, but probably the ones looking in from the outside. So when I say relationships, I mean everything. And sometimes those relationships that becomes toxic with us can become situationships and they're no longer considered relationships. So when I say let it go or it's time to let it go and why we should let it go and why we stay too long. Yes, that is one reason we should let it go when it becomes a situationship because now you're no longer in a relationship. Now you're just doing it out of tolerance. Now you're just tolerating the person or now you're just 
passing time or you feel guilty about letting it go or you may feel shame about letting it go. But we're going to get all into that. And um, I can't wait, actually, because this is something that is common, um, very common, especially in this generation of dating now, because some people don't like to take dating serious. Um, Some people don't have the tendencies to build something real. Some people don't have the tendencies to actually walk through life with somebody intentionally. They just want you there for a moment or a season or just temporary or short term. They don't have long term goals with you, but, but their actions may present long term ish, but deep down in their mind or in their hearts, it's not really long term ish. It's just something that they're doing to pass time or until another eye candy gets their ish together that they really focus on. Or it could just be because they don't want to be alone or it could just be out of fear of what other people may think. Or it could be to hide a gender preference of for them. You just never know what's on people's minds these days when it comes to any kind of relationship. So that's why you have to be careful and mindful of how you get attached to people. Because sometimes what attached to you may be greatness and what attached to them may be, I don't know, you I believe in, in the bad spirits. I believe in the bad spirits such as... Um, you know, as they as they say with sex, too many bodies and, you know, too many sexual spirits. I believe in that. Um, so that can create different vibes. So you just never know what people's intentions are. So you have to be mindful of when you're trying to build anything with them, whether it's out of friendship, whether it's out of love, whether it's out of um, moving on to the next level with them or getting to know them, period. You have to be mindful of who you are around and trying to get to know and trying them and and letting them get to know who you are. Cause sometimes some things ain't meant for everybody. Sometimes the way you're going in life ain't meant for everybody to go with you. So you just have to be mindful and be careful and just, you know, stay, stay alert, stay alert. And some reasons why we stay too long in, in these relationships and been, and then they end up turning into situationships because we don't leave in time or we choose not to leave is one reason is because soul ties. Soul ties has a lot to do. Everybody think that soul ties, soul ties is a real thing. I'm not going to deny it. Um, but far as it having a big hook on you in life, I think prayer is, is, is way more powerful than a soul tie. I'm not even going to lie. If I can pray my way out of something, I can definitely pray my way out of a soul tie. And if I can do it, you can do it. And soul ties are not that promising to where they can't be broken. Um, Some people believe that soul ties holds them together. Um, Some people believe that soul ties are a real connection. Hey, I believe that too. Same as with the sexual spirits. Those are considered soul ties. If it's just sexually and it's, you know, intimately, um, you know, things like that, that can create soul ties. And it can be a sometimes good soul ties depending on the people involved. But if you see that soul tie being getting too toxic and you need to let it go, baby, please release thyself. I'm, I'm telling you, it's not worth it. Um, another reason why. Sometimes we stay too long. Comfortability. Comfortability. 
And y'all know I'm I'm I'm, I'm Mississippian, so don't judge my <laughs> my essence, my essence. But yeah, we can be too comfortable with people, and when we get too comfortable with people, we get complacent. And when we get too complacent, that means we are. Well, I, I wouldn't say we are like deep in it, but that means we don't want nothing else because we already know how that person is. We already know what they're going to think. We already think we already know how they're going to feel. We already know so much about them already that we're comfortable enough to mess up sometimes. Sometimes we're comfortable enough to just stay because that's what we're used to. And sometimes we just get too comfortable and complacent with people that we think they're not going to outgrow us. Sometimes we think that, Hey, I'm comfortable with them. I hope they are comfortable as with, with me as I am with them. Sometimes we can think we're comfortable and we can think that they're comfortable too. And at, the, and at the end of the day, they're not nowhere near as comfortable as we are. And guess what? They can end it. And guess what? We got too damn complacent to even see it. So you have to be mindful. You have to always stay on, stay on your guard and always be on the same page with people. And if you're not on the same page with people, and if you don't think that you are, please... Be mindful of having open communication, open communication, transparent communication. Um, you know, be mindful of those things. Always be open minded. Always be transparent. Always be honest. You know, communication is a big failure in any kind of relationship that turns into a situationship. And it's a big failure in situationships before it even turns into a relationship. So, and another reason we stay too long is we think it's what we prayed for. Yes, that's a big one right there. Because sometimes we can think what we got is so good that we think that's what we actually prayed for. And when we think we prayed for something and we got it, we ain't going to let it go, right? (laughs) We're going to try to hold on to it just because we think and we feel that that's what we prayed for when deep down it's really not. It's something that we want. You know, sometimes relationships are not what we need from people. Sometimes people are not what we need, but we feel we need them to, you know, not feel alone or to be with somebody or to have those, you know, connections. But sometimes not every connection is good for you. Sometimes not every connection is going to be godly. Sometimes you have to realize that not everything you pray for is going to happen at this time or that time. You have to be patient enough to know the difference. And you're going to go through some tri- some trials and some mistakes before you actually get what you prayed for. That's understandable. But in the meantime and in between time, you need to understand like and recognize the signs like, hey, if God is giving me signs of this is just turning into toxicity, this is turning into a necessary drama, this is turning into a necessary stress, unnecessary life habits that I did not need and did not want to develop, and he is trying to tell me to let something go that's not of him, then you need to know that, hey, this is not what I prayed for. You need to realize that, hey, you need to be okay with, I understand I'm going to go through some mistakes before I get to my big thing that I prayed for. And you need to realize that, hey, some people are going to be that mistake before you get to the real thing. 
But you have to take the signs and take heed and stay in prayer and stay guarded. Or you gonna fall ever fall into the traps and thinking it's what you pray for and deep down it's really not. And that's where the hurting part come from. Because you're gonna think it's for you and it's not for you. It's just a mistake along the way until you get the big thing that's coming your way. And another reason that we stay too long is because we fear. We fear of starting over. We fear um, loving another person. We fear getting to know someone else. We fear what others going to say because they they saw our relationship as relationship goes or they saw us as best fit couples or family saw us like, oh, they fit so well together. Or you just fear other people's opinions, period. And you fear that um, to, to heal me, like you don't, you think that person is supposed to heal you and you fear that if you lose them, you're not going to get your proper healing. But deep down, you you will. <laughs> nobody is supposed to heal you but you and nobody should be. Nobody is. You're not supposed to expect no healing from anybody but God. So that's that's that part of the fear is out the window, period, altogether. But the fear of being alone, you're never alone. When you go into prayer, you're never alone. When you believe in God, you are never alone. So long as you believe in God, you will never be alone. The fear of what others may say, it only matters what one people say what one person will say. Only one person opinion matters. Only his judgment matters, only his punishment matters. The fear of others should not intervene on you in your behalf or interfere with what you have going on. But you let it do because you're human. But you have to understand that it's not necessary. And it's definitely not a necessity to care about. Starting over, the fear of starting over, hey, it happens. It's life. It's never too late to do anything. It's never too late to go to college. It's never too late to do start a career. It's never too late to get insurance on your car if you ain't got it in, in eight years. I'm just saying. Never fear starting over in this thing called life, excuse me, because that's what we're here for. We're here to learn. We're here to get better. We're here to grow. We're here to elevate. We're here to know better and do better. You're not supposed to stay in the same situation. You're not supposed to stay at the same level. You're not supposed to stay in the same progress. You're not supposed to stay in the same part of elevation as you were two years ago to now. You're supposed to start over. You're supposed to get better. You're supposed to grow. You're supposed to elevate. You're supposed to be empowered to move to level to level and and level up. So the fear of starting over is is an excuse. That's an excuse. I'm not going to even lie. Um losing a person as an as a fear, never fear losing people. They are here for a reason. They're here for a season. They're here for a day. They're here for a week. You just never know how long somebody is supposed to be in your life. So the fear of losing them is absolutely 
an excuse because only God is in control of everybody's timing in in any way. You're not in control of anybody's timing. Now, you may have uh, a little bit of help in how long they stay in your life (laughs) or in that situation or in that relationship because some decisions will be based upon you. But to fear losing that person, no, that's an excuse. You just never know how long somebody is really going to stay in your life for. And you never know the reason why they're in your life. And you're not supposed to hold on to something or someone that God is trying to tell you to let go of. Because you don't know what he has in store for you and the reason why he's telling you to let it go. Now, the reasons we should leave are losing yourself. (laughs) Yes, when you start to lose yourself and you see you start to lose yourself, that's when you should let some some things go. If, if If you think holding on to people while you lose yourself is important, then something is wrong with you because I'm not, it's not a judgmental statement because I have lost myself in trying to hold on to other people. So I know exactly where I'm coming from. I know exactly how you feel. I know exactly what I will not do anymore. Choose you. If you see you start to lose you in loving somebody else, let it go. You're not supposed to lose yourself in loving somebody else. You're not supposed to lose you in the process of loving people, period. I didn't see that in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. And I didn't see that throughout the Bible anywhere where Jesus lost himself in loving us. I didn't see that. So if you saw that, Please let me know. Please, Riff, please reach out to me. Let me know. I need a scripture. I need to know where Jesus lost himself in loving us, where God lost himself in loving us. I didn't see that example of love in the Bible anywhere. I didn't see that. So if you start to losing yourself, if you start to lose yourself while loving somebody else, let it go. It shouldn't get it's it's not supposed to be that way. And I understand. I've been there. I will not go there again. Another reason we should leave is not going anywhere. That's why. <laughs> if you, Like I said, if you're still at the same level of growth you were two, three years ago with that person, let it go. Clearly, you're, you, you both wasting your time. Either somebody is scared to grow Either somebody is scared to elevate, either somebody is scared of the next level, either somebody is scared to take it to the next level. Somewhere down the line, there is fear there that's holding both y'all back and causing whatever you have or whatever you have established to not go anywhere. Let it go. Everything needs to grow. Everything needs to elevate. Everything needs to advance to the next level. And if you're not advancing with somebody, if you're not empowering them and and motivating them to advance with you or they're, they're growing with you, then you leave and grow without them or grow out of them. Either way, don't be pulled down and don't let nobody else pull you down. 
besides you. You the only one should pull you down. So you're pulling you down too while you staying there and not letting it go anywhere as well. Another reason um, you should leave is because it's no longer healthy. It's no longer physically, emotionally, or spiritually healthy on any grounds. Your health is fluctuating, weight up and down, hair falling out. Physically, your appearance is looking worse. You don't, you're not glowing anymore. You're looking pale. You're not looking like yourself. Emotionally, you're unstable. It's causing depression and your mental status is defluctuating. It's going up and down. One day you're up, next day you're down. Um, probably on meds. You never know. All because of that failed relationship that's turning into a toxic situation. And spiritually, you probably lost yourself spiritually. You probably fell off along the way. You probably strayed away. You're probably taking some time out for you. But in reality, God is telling you to stay. Stay at his feet the whole time. Never leave God's feet. That's one thing about me. When I learned to be at God's feet three years ago during my divorce, I have never got up to walk away. I don't care what I went through, um, what whatever I faced in life, I, I've never gotten up from his feet. And I never will. And if I feel myself straying away like that again, ever, because of a relationship or a situationship that's too toxic for me, that's damaging me, you best believe I'm going to let it go. Because I, that's one, I can lose everything in the world, y'all. Everything. But to lose him, that means a lot to me. <laughs> I'm used to people walking out on me. I'm used to people, you know, um, not staying around for the long haul. I'm used to you know, I'm used to the abandonment. I'm used to handling things and pick, picking up pieces on my own. I'm used to that. I'm used to carrying on. I'm used to staying in prayer. I'm used to staying prayed up about things. I'm used to seeking God when I don't seek anybody else. I'm used to him fixing me and fixing my problems rather than depending on somebody else. I'm used to him. I'm so used to having him in my life that I refuse to lose him to a human. I'm not used to humans doing all that for me. I'm just going to go ahead and be honest. I'm not used to humans not being a disappointment or not feeling every expectation I have. I'm not used to humans doing for me the way God does for me. So if God left me and walked out of my life, y'all, I'd be a mess. I'd be a mess. So, yeah. <laughs> That's just the God's honest truth. Another reason we should leave is before you become toxic. If you know you're a good person, you know you mean well, you know you always been a good person, and you start to see people's actions and their habits rub off on you, and you start to be in uh, not you and start to resemble some things and doing some things that other people done did to you that you are now doing to other people, it's time to leave. <laughs> because now your next reason is going into the, my next reason why we should leave is because now it's deteriorating at your character. Their toxic behavior 
it starts to deteriorate your character. Yeah, so now it's time to leave. And I'd be dang if I'm finna stick around and I, I've done that before. And uh, let me tell y'all a little quick story right quick before I get off. I've done that before to somebody I was dating three years ago, fresh out of my divorce. Had I known then that I was not ready for to start dating, I would not have. But um, in the process of dating, freshly out of my divorce, um, I've I call myself healing and going through some things. But the biggest thing I learned about the healing process is that all the work you did during your healing process does not go into, it doesn't play a role in your life. And you don't know how much you have healed and learned from until you actually start putting it into action. So it don't matter how much you have healed from that previous relationship. What's going to matter is and how you healed from that relationship is the next person you're with to show off and put in everything you learn into actions. That's what's going to matter. And for me, that was hard. That was the hard part about the healing process that I did not know about until I started dating again And I had to put everything I learned into actions and I failed. (laughs) I'm not going to say it was funny, but hey, I learned again. Like, hey, dang, man. So now you like like the word of God, you when you learn the word of God, you have to be able to do the word of God when you understand it and try to implement it into your life. So when you start to heal from something, you have to learn to understand what you healed from, why you healed from it, what was the reason you healed from it. And in order to be a better person and moving on, you have to learn how to implement everything you healed from and put it in your life, implement it into your life. And to the next people that you meet and cross paths with. And shoot. And the next thing I knew, child, I was acting like my divorcee. (laughs) I did not want to be loved, y'all. Let me tell you. Woo. (laughs) But he understood that. He said, dang, everything, how how he treated you, you're treating me the same way. And he said, I understand you healed because of the way you talk and the way you handle yourself. But I'm sure you know. And and I figured it out. I figured it out that everything you healed from, no matter what, if it was alone, if it was with somebody, you have to be able to put into action on the next encounter you get with someone. And that's what's going to really count. And that's what's going to really be a big part of your healing process. When you start to put everything you healed from into actions. So moving forward, um, I pray that y'all let these situationships go before they become toxicity damage and does great damage to you guys. And I will hate to see good people turn. It's like a, a good person uh, turn into an, uh, a zombie or a good person turning into a vampire. And it's like a, it almost like a vampire, a vampire doing so much damage to you in a relationship. And then he bites you 
with his toxicity or the, hit her toxicity, and then you carry that toxicity on to the next relationship, and you end up biting them, transforming them. And it just creates a pattern of toxic people, damaged people. And that's something we need to break. I don't want no more situationships in my life, child. And I I am trying to get rid of all relationships that mean me no well. I forgive you and I love you and I'm going to move on with my life. That does not mean I have to still and currently associate with you if I feel like that's that's going to be a a pattern there so that is my message for tonight episode 2 of relationships and build ups and child we need to stop letting this mess build up <laughs> but for real that's that's something hey and hey i put it out there it's up to you. Look, use what you can, leave what you leave what you don't, and save it for somebody else. And if you learn something tonight, hey, share it. Let somebody else know. If you know somebody that's going through some things right now, any kind of relationship or situationships or any kind of toxicity, hey, feel free to share it. Sharing is caring. And I want to thank you guys again for tuning in with me. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all stay encouraged. And I pray that everybody that tunes in and listens to this episode gets the discernment that they need to walk away from the things and the people that they don't need. In Jesus' name, y'all stay blessed and in the courage. Amen. Amen.